Welcome everyone to our Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur Daf Mem Zayin in Sukkah. Today's Shur should be a zechut for our sponsor as well as his wife and his baby boy. They should have Zatacha in all of their endeavors. Today's Shur will also be Bezat Hashem for Fuash and Ma for Rico Bat Mesodi and Meir Ben Machuch. Hashem should send them a Fuash and Ma. Bechol Evrein Chodi Dehem. Okay, we're going to start on Daf Mem Vav Amud Bet. Okay, Amar the Bizera. The says, Lo Likni Inish Hoshanali Yenuka Biyama Tava Kama. Person should not buy a um, set of alba minim on the first day for his son before he used it himself. So, in other words, when you let's say there's only one set of of etrogim, do not give it to your kid before you use it yourself. My tama, what's the reason? The yenuka mikna kani eknuyelomakni, because a child is able to acquire something, but he's not able to give some, transfer possession to somebody else. And therefore, since he can't, it'll come out that if the child uses it first, he'll end up that the father will be using an etrog that doesn't belong to him, because the child doesn't have the ability to give it back. Yes, ma'am. What if it's, um, you, you buy one for yourself, but you also buy one for him, so you don't have to, like, work. Then you don't have a problem. Oh, okay. 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 Let's read another statement from the same, same Amora uh, of Zera. He says, a person should also, when you're with your children, make sure not to tell them that you're going to do something for them that you do not do. Because otherwise you're teaching them to do sheket. And the Navi, when talking about what Klai Yisrael became, they, they, they refer negatively to Klai Yisrael where they teach their kids to do sheket. Then do the shonam, they teach their tongues, devar sheket, deber sheket, to speak sheket. Okay. Now, we had before, we had a machloka between Rabbi Yochanan and Resh Lakish. Um, and we're going to show that the same machloka will come again. If a person separated seven etrogim for seven days, the machloka between Rabbi Yochanan and Lakish was whether or not... Uh, uh, etrog is set aside for the day, and therefore it's mukseh for its day, or is it set aside for all seven days, and therefore you would not be able to use it for all seven days of the holidays. So, <coughs> we're telling you now that there's the same way there's machloket and reshtakish and rebyochanan about whether or not it's set aside for seven days or not, it's machloket between other amorim. The itma. If a guy had seven etrogim for the seven days, amarav, each day, you can eat. shake it, and then eat it. 
Okay, because you finish it. Once you finish using it, it's fine. Rav Asi Amar, according to Rav Asi, you can eat it each day, the next day. So the first etrog will be allowed on the second day, and the second on the third day, and so on. The Maikamachi, what's the arguing? Mor Savar, one holds, the mitzvah ta'ekzai, that every etrog is set aside for the mitzvah. And therefore, Rav holds that once the mitzvah has been fulfilled, you're allowed to eat it. Mor Savar, the kuli yoma etkezai, it's actually. Uh, set aside for the whole day, and therefore the whole first day you're forbidden only mutar on the second day, according to Rabbi, Yochan, Rabbi Asi, and of course like Rabbi Yochanan that we said before. Says the Gemara, Mativ. We want to clarify when it comes to a sukkah, kula amalo Everyone agrees that when it comes to sukkah, you still have to sit in the sukkah on the eighth day, which means. When it comes, I am sorry, we're doing the wrong thing. I'm sorry, the Gemara is asking the following question. I, I, I skipped a little bit. We who live outside Eretz Yisrael, now we have two days of Yom Tov always. So there's two days, two days of uh, Shavuot, two days of Pesach, the first day of Pesach, two days of the last day of Pesach. Now when it comes to Sukkot, there's two days of the first day of Sukkot, and there's two days of Shemini Atzeret. So we want to know, what, how do we act? Shemini Safek Shevi'i Asur. Tish'i Safek Shemini Mutar. Okay? So, we're asking like this. What about, if you have two days of Yom Tov, so technically, each day is Safek of its, its day or the next day. Okay? So when you're on the first day of Sukkot, it's Safek if it's the first day of Sukkot, or end of Sukkot. Okay? Now if it's end of Sukkot, you have no rule. There's no problems, because you're allowed to sit in the Sukkot on end of Sukkot. You just say anyone. Okay, good. Now, move on to the seventh day of Sukkot. On the seventh day of Sukkot, it's either the seventh day, or it's the sixth day. No problem. That's no problem. But when it gets to the eighth day, you're either on the eighth day, which is a holiday, or it's the seventh day, which is a different holiday, Cholomoyed, Hoshana Rabbah. So, we want to know, are you allowed to eat your etrog in, when you're in America? In Israel, according to Asi, or Yochanan, you're not allowed to eat it on the seventh day, but you're allowed to eat it on the eighth day, because it's fine, because we know which day it is. Again, but, when it comes, and of course, according to the rabbi, who says you have to be Yotzei, once you're Yotzei, you for sure could. But over here, when you have this day, Shemini Safek Shemini Asur. It's Asur to eat it on Shemini Atzeret also because it's Safek Shemini. Okay? Tish'i Safek Shemini, when it's the ninth day, which ninth day is not really a holiday in Israel, but in America, it's Safek Shemini, so we'll keep it like a holiday. When it's the ninth day, you're mutar to eat the Etrog because it's definitely not the seventh day, and therefore it's mutar. Okay. Mireimar Amar, Mireimar's opinion is different. He says, you're even allowed to eat the etrog on the eighth day, which is Safek seventh day. Why is it allowed? He holds that since we don't shake the lulav on that day, therefore, it's once a day that you don't shake the lulav, it's not, not muksefer. You can't say that it's muksefer the mitzvah on a day where you wouldn't shake it anyway. 
that's what he holds. Besura in the town of Sur in Ravel, they would follow him. He did like Abaya, where he said, where he was stricter. Okay, and he wouldn't eat the etrog till the night, like the first opinion. We follow Abaya, the strict opinion, that in America it's Asur to eat your etrog on Shemini Atzeret. Okay, so you have to get some other food for that day. Amar Vihuda Brede Rishmul Bar Shilat Mishmede Rav. Now we're going to talk about Sukkah. Shemini Safek Shiv'i, Shiv'i Le Sukkah, Mishmini Le If you have, on this eighth day, which is Safek Shiv'i, which we have in America, Shemini Atzeret in America, Shiv'i Le Sukkah. When it comes to Sukkah, you have to treat it like it's Shiv'i, and you have to eat in the Sukkah. Shemini Le when it comes to the Biracha, which means whether or not you'll mention Sukkot or Shemini Atzeret in your Amidah, then we call it Shemini. So we say Yom Shemini Chag Atzeret even though you're eating in the Sukkah. Okay? That is the opinion of Rav. If Yochanan no. Shemini Lazer Lazer. He holds its eighth day for both. And therefore... You are going to the middle. Well, let's clarify what that means. Matif, let's clarify. Everyone agrees the Yatvina that we sit in the Sukkah. So that's not the question. When are they arguing? To make the Beracha on the Sukkah. Now, don't confuse the Bruchi over here with the word we said before, Lebracha. Bruchi and Beracha. Beracha means, are you going to mention it in your Amidah? Bruchi means, are you going to make a Lesheba Sukkah? Okay? So now, Nemandama Shivi'i Sukkah, according to Rav, who said it's Shivi'i Sukkah, Bruchi Namrachina, that means you make a Bracha also. Okay? Now, Nemandama Shivi'i, the one who says Shivi'i, that means you don't make a Bracha, but of course he, he agrees that you still sit in the Sukkah. So according to this, this way of learning, the Machloket between the rabbis is only about whether or not you make a biracha or not on Shemini Atzeret when you sit in the sukkah. Good? Mm-hmm. Good. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says, I want you to follow Rabbi Yochanan, which means follow Rabbi Yochanan not to make a biracha on Shemini Atzeret. Why? Do you have Hunabarbizne with all the great rabbis? came to a sukkah on the eighth day, Safek Shavi'i, they sat in the sukkah, and they didn't make a bracha on the Sheba sukkah. Who told you that these rabbis are not making a bracha on the eighth day because they hold, like Rabbi Yochanan, that you're not supposed to make a bracha on Shavi'at Maybe really they hold... In theory, like Rav. But the reason why they're not making a Belacha is because they hold that you only make, there was an opinion beforehand who said that you only make one Belacha for the whole holiday, on the first day, and it covers the whole holiday. Maybe the reason why they, you just saw them walk into the Sukkah and not make a Belacha, for all you know, they didn't make a Belacha either on the second, third, or fourth, fifth day also. And therefore, you don't have a proof that they went like a Yochan, they could be all like the other rabbi. Unless you ask them, you don't know what they meant. Right? 
says, no. We learned, we have a tradition, that the rabbis who came to that sukkah, they came from the meadow, which means they came from spending seven days in the meadow. Now, why the rabbis spent seven days of Sukkot without a sukkah in the meadow must have been some kind of situation over there. But he has a tradition that these rabbis, Huna Barbizna, and all the Gurul Agdor, who were, were, I guess they were hiding out in the meadow for some reason, or they were doing Pikuch Nefesh or something, and they went to a meadow for the whole seven days, and they only showed up at the sukkah on the eighth day. It was the first day in the sukkah, and they didn't make a Melecha. So, if they would have hold that you only make on the first day to cover all, all the rest of the holiday, they would have made a Melecha now, because they didn't make one on the first day. And therefore, the fact that they didn't make one shows that they're holding like Rabbi Yochan. Okay, says the Gemara. Ika de Amri, now, the way, that's the way we explained it the first way. There's the Ika de Amri that's going to explain it in an in a opposite way. They're saying, according to this, no, there's no machlok about Beracha, about L'Shev Even Rav agrees that you don't make a L'Shev on the eighth day. If so, so what's going on? The question is whether or not you sit in it. According to Rav, who said that you, it's the seventh day when God is caught, Rabbi Yochan holds, you don't even sit in the sukkah. According to this, Rabbi Yochan is holding, when you eat on Shminat Senet, on in America, eat in the living room. Okay? That's the Machloket. It's a different way, in the previous way we learned, that Rabbi Yochanan was just saying not to make a melecha. According to this, Rabbi Yochanan was saying, don't sit there. Eat home. That's what he means when he says, it's the, it's the eighth day for, 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 it's the eighth day when it comes to sukkah. It's the eighth day meaning, eat, eat, eighth day, it's simchat Torah. Just eat, eat like simchat Torah. So you, if, you're, if you're eating in the living room, you're eating at home, you're, 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 you're just saying that, uh, oh no, the sukkah doesn't He's saying that there is no sukkah on Shemini Atzeret. Since it's a new holiday, like it's, it's a new holiday, in Israel they don't do sukkah, so in America also there's two days of eating in the house. It's another holiday like Shavuot, just eating in the house. That's how, according to the second way of learning, that's what Rabbi Yochanan meant. Okay? And Rav said, no, you should eat in the sukkah, but no baracha. That's the second way of learning. Okay? And Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yosef is saying, follow Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because who is the one who said Rav's statement? He himself was out of the sukkah on the sukkah on Shemini Savak Shavi. So when it takes one rabbi to, to, uh, to not sit in the sukkah, and then everybody... No, but he's the author of the... He was the quoter of Rav. Since he's the quarter of Rav and he himself ate out of the sukkah, chalas. So there's way to learn A, with both them, in both way to learn A and way to learn B, we had a proof that the halacha is like a Yochanan. But the two of Yochanan are two different things. We sit in the sukkah, but we don't make a beracha. Let's go. Okay, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. 
Omrim zman b'shemini shel chag. We make a shechianu on shemini atzeret. Ve'en omrim zman. We don't say shechianu b'shemini shel pesach on the seventh day of pesach. I didn't say, but the shechianu on shemini atzeret is not because we're in the sukkah. Shechianu on shemini atzeret is because it's a holiday. It's a new holiday. Okay. Okay. I'll prove to you that you make Shechianu on Shemini Atzeret. Because it's different than Sukkot in three different ways. Number one, Sukkah. You don't sit in Sukkah. Lulav. You don't shake Lulav. And Yisuchamayim. And they don't they don't pour the water. All those things are all seven days, according to most opinions. According to Bidah who holds the used to be Sukhamaim on the eighth day, it's still still different in two different ways. So since it's a different holiday in two different ways, that's why you make a new Shekhyanu when you get to it. But Pesach, where it's really a continuation of the same holiday, we don't make a Shekhyanu on Shemini Pesach, even though it's a holiday. Iachi, Shemini Pesach Nami, on Shemini Pesach there's no Commandment to eat matzah. Tamamor laylishna chovah mikan melech l'shut. You don't have to eat matzah. Says the Gemara. No. Hachi hashda. How could you compare? Hata milayla chaluk miyom eno chaluk. Over there, it's different than the than the night, but it's not different than the day. Hachavil miyom lemi chaluk. In other words, on shmina tzedet. In other words, on Pesach, there's only a mitzvah to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. But the first day of Pesach, there's no mitzvah. And therefore, the eighth, the seventh day of Pesach is really equal to the first day of Pesach. It's not equal to the first night of Pesach, but the first day of Pesach. Here, sitting, when, it, when it comes to sitting in the sukkah and all these other things, it's different than the first day and the night. Amar Papa says, when it comes to the eighth day, it says a pod. It's only one pod. But on on the holiday, which means on the seven days of Sukkot, it's parim. There's many, many bulls being offered. It's ktiv, but the main thing is that it's offered. Which means, when you have and, the extra vav, it's showing that the Shemini said is a new holiday, because when it comes to the first few days of the holiday, it writes, Vayom HaShini, Vayom HaShini, this, 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 Let's prove that Rabbi Yochanan is right. Why? It says, If you have bulls or rams or sheep, they ma'akev each other, which means, let's say you're missing one lamb, you can't offer all the other animals. Yep. Right? That's Tanakama. He says, no. Bulls, if you're missing one, you can still do the other ones. Why? Because they go down. 
right, which means that on Sukkot, we, they go down every day. You start off on the first day of Sukkot. You start off with, uh, thir- uh, I think it's 13 grams. Yeah, so, uh, some some number of rams, and the next day it's down one less, one down, one down, one down. Since it goes down, therefore, you see that if it goes down, that means you, if if you're missing it, it's not the problem. Since but since the the rams and the sheep they don't go down, that means you have to have exactly that number. But the fact that the, the number goes down by bicycle is not a big deal. Amalos so the Tanakhama tells Rabbi Yehuda. But on the eighth day, even the rams and the sheep go down. So then you should tell me that even the rams and the sheep are, the number is not so important. Because you see, it goes down the eighth day. So he told them, You can't bring a proof from Shemini. It's Shemini that said it's a separate holiday. Right? Just like the seven days of the holidays require that everyone has a korban, which means that everyone have the same number, right, eh, of korbanot, and shid, and we'll see what that means, right, you have to have, you have its own uh, shid, and beracha, which means that, that Rashi says, we'll see what that means, right, and lina, and you have to stay overnight in Yerushalayim, afshmini, Ta'un, Korban, Shir, Uberachav, Lina, it needs all those things. Right? And therefore, it's not the same. My love, Zman, that when we said that it requires, right, Beracha, when we said that Sheminiat said also needs. Korban shir uberacha. We're assuming the word beracha means that you're making shechianu, and therefore you see that Rabbi Yochanan's right that you make a shechianu on shmini atzeret. Says Gemara, berkat mazon tefila. It means you have to make berkat mazon and tefila. Means you just mention the words shmini chagat atzeret atzeret. Like we said, the vruchi. We said the vruchi uberacha. Okay. So this is Gemara. Hachinam mistabra. The isakar zman zman kol shiva meika. It can't be talking about, about Shechianu, because Shechianu we only make on the first day. And we're telling you, all seven days it needs, it needs Beracha. If it meant Zman, it wouldn't make sense. It's a halokasha. When we said Shechianu is seven days, it doesn't have to mean, <coughs> it doesn't have to mean that you make it all, Shechianu all seven days. It could mean that you make Shechianu on any of the seven days, if you missed it. Like these rabbis who were in the meadow, and they showed up on day three, make sure you know that day. That's what we mean, Zman. doesn't mean you make it every day, and therefore that part that's not logical is not necessarily a question. Okay. Okay. Mikom, makom, still, kos ba'inan. It can't be referring to Shechianu, because the only, on, on, on all seven days, because... Anyway, in order to make a Shechianu, you have to have a cup of wine. You have to have a Kiddush. Right? And most people don't have a Kiddush of Let's say to Prophet Nachman, Zman, Omroa, Filo, Bashuk. 
So you see, it's a proof to Rav Nachman that who says that Shechianu doesn't need a kos. He could say even walking in the in the in the marketplace without a cup of wine. Do you have a kos? Because if you say you need a kos, kos kol yomim There is no kos every day. No, dima deikle kos. Maybe we're talking about a case where a guy happens to have a cup of wine. Most people don't have wine if it's not a holiday. But this could be talking about a case with a cup of wine. Okay. Now, we had mentioned that Shemini Atzeret requires Lina, staying overnight. Is it true that you have to stay overnight in the Beit HaMikdash or in, in Yerushalayim on Shemini Atzeret? Vatanya, but we learned in the Brayta, we daumen minayin lePesach. How do we know we go by Pesach? Sheni sheentolina. How do you know the guy's doing the Pesach Sheni, which means he missed the Pesach Rishon because he was tamem. Now he's doing Pesach Sheni. How do we know that even though like the first Pesach you do have to, you do have to stay overnight. How do we know the Pesach Sheni in the fifteenth of a year you could just do the korban and not stay overnight? Because it says in the biblical verse, you turn away in the morning and you go back to your tent. It says seven days. That means that whatever requires six days of matzot, which is the Pesach Rishon, requires staying overnight on the first day. But any holiday does not require six days, which is Pesach Shani. And Tawlina does not require staying overnight. Lemute, my what's coming to exclude? Lav Muti, Shemini Shilchag, isn't this including on the eighth day of Pesach, of, of, of Sukkot, which also we're proving over here that since it's a one day thing like Pesach Shani, so it doesn't need Lina, and if so, we should be a proof against Rabbi Yehuda, who's saying that it does need to stay overnight, Shemini Atzeret, since we see that staying overnight has to be connected it seems, with a cholomo air afterwards. So this should be as well. It wasn't coming to exclude the eighth day of, of Sukkot. It's coming to exclude the eighth day of Pesach, which is similar to the first one. It's even logical like that. The Tanakh we learned. Bikurim, when you bring the first fruits to Bethlehem, it needs a korban. And it needs a shir. To you have to wave it. For you have to stay overnight. Which rabbi is the one who requires waving of the bikurim? It's a bida. The He says he needs lina. So you see that when it comes to shavuot. Or when you're bringing the, your Bikurim, you see that he requires Lina, even though there's no Chol Moed there. So you see that Chol Moed is not intrinsic for this. The Tanya, if you learn it in a bright time, you down mad. Bikurim cannot be transferred to money. Oh, so what am I thinking? Fiki Masesheni. Two different things. Bikurim is the first fruit. It's only a few. It's only one basket. There's no rule about switching it to money. Masesheni is a percentage of the entire crop, and therefore it, it's switchable to money because you could have huge percentages. Eight percent of your crop, eight point eight percent, which is Masesheni, 
could be a nice amount of of transportation costs, and therefore the Torah changes it. When it comes to uh, Bikurim, it's a small amount. There is no provision for switching it Okay. Next, how do you learn to write it? Are you saying tinufa? Or I know the halacha. Maybe I have to leave it in front of Hashem, which means they have to bring the Bikurim and put it in front of Mizbeach, and that's it. How do you know they have to wave it? Can you remember Hinecho? When it says that he puts it in front of the Mizbeach, Halakha, it already says Hinecho. Why does it say Vahanachto and Vahinecho? It says Vahinecho and Vahanachto. Both of them mean leaving. So it must be that one means leaving and the other one means waving. Okay? So we see over here that we da hold that you need to wave it. So that means that we're assuming. That Rabbi Yudah is the only rabbi who requires waving, because it it's quoting Rabbi Yudah over here. And therefore, we're assuming that Rabbi Yudah is the rabbi who said the previous statement too. Right? And therefore, we want to say that he's the one who says what we said before. Talking about Vadilma, Rabbi Yudah, and Yaakov, he may be the Rabbi Yaakov. Tanya Mulantan and Brighton. Says the Kohen will take the basket from your hand. We're talking about the basket of the Bikurim. Limud al Bikurim shetu untinuva. We learn about Bikurim that it has to be waving. Divrei Rebbe Yaakov. These are the words of Rebbe Yaakov. Says Gemara, my tama Divrei Rebbe Yaakov. What's Rebbe Yaakov's reasoning? Iti yad yad mishlamim. He's going to say since the Pasuk says. The clan takes the basket from their hand, meaning the hand of the farmer, right? It says Yad over here. And also the word Yad. Ktiv Hacha says over there, Yadav His hands will bring the fire of Hashem, meaning the, the, the Korban of Hashem. Ma'kan Kohen, just like by Bikurim. It's the Kohen who does the, does the talking, taking and the waving, right? Aflalan Kohen, so too by Shalim, must be the Kohen. And it can't be done by a Yisrael. Malahalan Be'alim, just like over there. It's the owner who waves it. Okay? So too, Afkan Be'alim. Ha'ket, it has to work. Kren Minech Yodotachet Be'alim, so they both do it together. Okay? That's what it Yaakov. Who also does the waving. Now, my Havalah. Now we're back to our original question, which is how do you say do we say Shekhianu on Shminatil Zman or not? Rav Nachman Amar Omrim Zman Bashmini Shekhag. He says you do say Zman Shmini Shekhag. Okay. Take care, Mike. Rav Shesh Amar, and Omrim He says, No, you don't say Shekhianu on Shmini Shekhag. As we do say, Zman on Shmini Shelchag. We do say a Beracha of Shechiano. We follow, we have a Brighta that supports Rav Nachman who says you say it against Rav Sheshet, who says not to. What's the proof? Because it says in the Brighta, Shmini, Regal Bufnats Mohu. Eshmini is its own holiday, the Inyan Pazar Kashav. 
for the same thing, for the rules of Pazar Kashaf. Now we had this already mentioned before in Masechet Yoma. What's Pazar Kashaf? Pazar is pious. You have to make a new raffle. Right? That's what we said. On the seven days, they have a, uh, a seven days of Sukkot, they have a system who gets which one of the bulls to offer, or the parim. But when it comes to Shemina Tzeret, it's not part of the rotation, and you have to make a separate raffle for it. And Zman, has its own Shechianu, that's the proof that we came for, because we want to prove like Rav Nachman. Regal Vinatzmo, it's its own holiday, which means that you do not sit in a sukkah. Korban Vinatzmo, you have different korbanot, like we said before, there's only one pod. Shida Vinatzmo, it's its own shir that we say. And Biracha Vinatzmo, and it requires its own Biracha. Over here, the word Biracha means that you mentioned it's Yom Shmini Achagat Zeret Hazeh. Uh, Rashi brings another shot, and it could mean in the Tosefta, it sounds like you, you bless the king on Shemina Tzedek because that's the day when you have a special uh, king. Brings the Pasuk in Melachim that they blessed Shalomu HaMelech on that day. Okay, we're going to stop at the Mishnah over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.